You're listening to The Outlet. Hannah and Lindsay, welcome to The Outlet. Thank you so much for having us. Hi. You're very welcome. So can you please give me a bit of a background on the protests, including today's protest, and what the driving force is behind them? So we started the first protest really on the basis that after a holiday back in Scotland, I lost my rental property and um, then was struggling to find somewhere to live. After looking for a long time, I went into Citizens Advice to have a conversation and found out that I was the sixth person that day and it was only 1.30pm in the afternoon. The guy in front of me had a six-year-old child with him and whilst I was in the Citizens Advice, there was multiple phone calls about this person from places that should be able to help but couldn't Um, and unfortunately that just sparked something inside of me and I was like oh my goodness this is so much bigger than I realised what can we do to help so yeah me and Lindsay then got together we were already speaking about it because we knew what was happening and then that kind of then sparked the initial what to do situation and then through that we um, organised the protest and were just completely overwhelmed by the support of the community. And now media, such as yourself, um, (laughs) yeah, it's been awesome, eh? Yeah, it's been great. So, Lindsay, what is the rental situation like in Queenstown? It's a nightmare. You look at some posts that they have on our rental pages and there'll be 50 people messaging, or commenting rather, and then the people that have posted it are messaging, saying there's about 350 people messaging them directly. So they've had to cap even answering any calls or any texts or anything because they've been so inundated with people fighting for one bedroom in one house. You must have heard some stories about how it's affecting people in the area. Uh, everybody. It's Some people are now being put in the position where their bosses are leasing houses for them because there isn't any rooms for their staff to stay in. So. On top of having a massive day at work, then they have to go home and they can't even vent about it because it's their (laughs) landlord. (laughs) If they're having a bad day at work, it's their landlord is their boss, right? So people are kind of stuck in this limbo situation where, yeah, they have a bed, but at what cost? Like you got to bite your tongue if you're having a bad day at work because Mm -hmm. your job is your house, essentially. And I think as well, like, you know, we made quite an an effort to go out to the campsites and sort of like look for people who needed help and um, in doing that we were just completely shocked at how many people there was and what was beautiful was that everybody knew each other Mm. so when we went to 12 mile the campsite someone was like hey you need to speak to this person and we found that person and then they put in touch with more people unfortunately we found a family of six um, a mother father and their three children plus the dog and they were living there since January after being promised accommodation with their their good job but yeah it fell through after they found out they had a pet so yeah they lived there from January and I think we heard last Mm. week that they were just being housed now that's a long time. So what do you think of the government's plans to bring more workers into Queenstown? The workers are already here (laughs) but we just don't have anywhere to stay we're here and the ones that they're trying to bring in, they're not letting them know what the situation is. Mm -hmm. So all these migrant workers are accepting these sponsorship visas, they're accepting these job offers for the ski season or for future. And then they get here, they pack up their lives, they arrive to what's supposed to be paradise and they have nowhere to stay. Yeah, I know from moving my family around the world that once you get to a new place, start a new job, 
finding somewhere to live is a real stress, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, Queenstown is such a welcoming community. It's a reason why a lot of people stay here, I think, and a lot of people then return. And we have, like, a lot of people who return ski season after ski Mm -hmm. season, you know, the people who like to chase the snow. And as much as we, like, want to welcome them back here, we really are facing an issue where we don't have anywhere to already put people who are here and then they're asking for accommodation um and they're like we arrive on the end of may mm-hmm. and people unfortunately cannot be as welcoming as they can you, you know like people don't have the same amount of patience with it anymore i don't think i think that's becoming more and more apparent is the patience of the people who live here is becoming a bit mm-hmm. less and as much as we want to welcome people with open arms We also need to prepare them for the reality of what it is like to live here now. You've talked to MPs and councillors. What have they Mm -hmm. said to you? So the general answer to the questioning that we, we, we bring, which is what are you doing with the immediate fix? You know, we had our mayor say that he is working on an immediate fix. Uh, When we asked him what his immediate fix was, he couldn't answer the question. Um, And his immediate fix was, people in the community can open up any hope, any rooms that are currently available. Now, as someone who might not understand what's going on, you can say that as immediate fix, but hey, there's already people living on top of each other. Everyone's couches right now are full. People have people on mattresses in their bedrooms. Like this, this is what's, we're way beyond the point of bunking extra people into already crammed houses. Like, you know, we spoke to a guy this morning. He lives in a in a house where he is currently renting the couch. Another guy also is now renting the living room floor as of last week. And there's now 12 of them living there in one house, right? This is the community opening up not only rooms, but spaces on the floor at this point. So I think they're just really out of touch with the reality of the situation And unfortunately, it's people like us and the community who are picking up the slack. Because they had a housing action plan, right? They had a meeting on that today. Was that the plan? (laughs) Open up your rooms and your floor? Today, there was actually no action plan from either of of them who spoke today. You know, they were there with a very much a way to put their four points across if they are going to be put into power in the next few months. As we know, it's an election year. People have to be very aware of what they're doing and their movements. Unfortunately, when they were asked, okay, we hear your points of what the mid to long-term solution is, what is your immediate fix? They then double backed on themselves to then talk about their four long-term fixes or fixes, which essentially just went, against what changes have been made in the last few years and have said, well, if we reverse these changes, then everything's going to be fine, which we know as a community that it it will not be fine. So, yeah, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. There's a lot of finger pointing. There's a lot of, oh, we can't help because this is a central government issue or this is a council issue, but no one's taking accountability. Yeah, you don't need red tape, do you? You need somebody to do something. Exactly. Actions speak louder than words at this point. And they want to keep talking about all these plans they have, but we're not seeing any action. We're putting everything, we're putting solutions to them. We have offers from various businesses that want to help, and they're not doing anything with it. Yes, yeah. it, We are two members of the community. We aren't in a position to shell up a million dollars funding for some houses or shower blocks that we've been organizing. That's not our job. 
we're here, but we're making it our job because it's our community and it's people that we care about. Mm -hmm. But we aren't in this position of power to make these changes like they've been voted in to do. So if people want to help you guys out and get involved, what's the best way to go about that? Honestly, the best way to go about that is um, we set up a Facebook group. So we were inundated with messages and calls (laughs) to our personal phones and all our personal media outlets. So we've created what's called the Queenstown Housing Initiative, something that we're super proud to have created. We are on Facebook at Initiative. 2023 and we are contactable via email at qt.housing.initiative at gmail.com we're sorry for putting the word initiative in there because i can't even (laughs) spell it it's terrible but (laughs) here we are but yeah we'd love to hear stories from people your personal stories things that have happened at your work Uh, we also have surveys that we are currently looking to businesses to fill out our newest business survey and we have managed to um, come together with a lovely, lovely man, a psychologist in town who is super keen to help as well. And he's created a survey to try to understand the mental uh, mental health aspect of this too. So basically what we're asking from the community is just to show up. It doesn't matter how long you're there for, just show up, keep talking, keep spreading the word. And if you need anything, even if it's just a hug, <laughs> reach out we're here for it yeah oh well that's brilliant well again thank you so much for all you're doing and thanks for having a chat today yes thank you so much like thanks for keeping the story going we just this is what's helping keep the movement going this this conversation and we're so so grateful to have people like you that reach out and want to keep the story going definitely like you know this is not just a seasonal problem this is something that's an all-year-round situation unfortunately we are coming into the hardest season to deal with at the moment and we had our first major frost this morning it was really cold so yeah I think today there was a lot of emotion a lot a lot of emotion surrounding the fact that you know this is actually quite serious and unfortunately if we're going to wait for one person to die really is what we were coming to that for being freezing overnight living in a car that's not suitable if it's going to take that then yeah we're not going to stand for that and um yeah we are ready to continue to push forward and continue to be strong as a community as we always are and realize that the heart of queenstown is the people that live here and regardless of where you're from how long you're here everybody is welcome and everyone is welcome to join us also